Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are, and welcome to the Help Sheffield podcast, episode number 32, I believe. Today we have Elf One, which is me, as per usual. I've been on all episodes so far, I'm doing well. And today we are joined by Elf Four. Say hello, Elf Four. Hello. And that's Elf Four. I think Elf Four may have made one previous appearance. Where I said hello. Yeah, did well. So we're keeping up tradition with just the word hello. And today we've got, as is standard these days, a guest. And our guest this week or month or whatever time we're going to put this out is Mr. Anders Hansen from Calamine and Walks. Okay, so I found Anders, as I do with all these um, little chats that we have on Twitter, set up something called Calamine and Walks. How long have you been going and what do you do, basically? Give us that. Okay, well, the first walk I did was... Just over two years ago. Um, it doesn't feel like long ago, but I don't feel as though last year really happened. So uh, I count last year out. And it started off really just as a favour as part of a fan research conference at Sheffield University, where they wanted somebody to help take some people around and tell them a bit about the heritage of Kellam Island and Neepsend. Did and some of the, my neighbours know that I've got an interest in it and enjoyed doing it seemed to go down well I've always loved the idea of doing walking tours so from that I did a few more for small groups and then decided to organize it as a as a a, um, more organized event and put on regular tours uh, which is what should have happened last year but uh, is now going to happen this year instead. Something happened last year I can't remember what (laughs) so what's your background where's your knowledge of the area come from do you live there what do you do? Yeah, so I've lived in Kellam Island for getting on for nine years now. So I've, I've seen it change quite a bit over that time. But um, there are people who've been living here a lot longer than that and seen seen even more changes. And I've just always been interested in local history wherever I've lived. I grew up in Crosspool in Sheffield and my mum actually did a, a short history book of Crosspool. So uh, maybe it runs through the family. But uh, yeah, it's just something I've always, always loved the idea of and... I'm fascinating and pretty much whenever I go and visit somewhere I end up doing a walking tour there so uh, just something I thought I'd like to do in my own area. Me too, <laughs> especially the one where they say pay as you feel and I just run away at the end, sorry that didn't happen. So, so you started two years ago and what's the plan for this year? What How do you perceive this going when you're starting? Obviously there's a few restrictions etc. I'm beginning from the end of July, um, just be on the safe side in case um, Suddenly things don't open up as quickly as we expect, but assuming things are going fine, I will then add in some more dates and get going. And the idea is I'll, rather than having them on regular intervals, I'll just find, do a few, usually on Sundays, uh, it won't be every Sunday, but um, spread over the year, but also in the summer when there's lighter evenings, I'll do some evening ones as well during the week. And it's about, they run for around about a couple of hours and around different parts of Callum Island. The one I do at the moment is um, mainly Kellam Island itself, but I'm also at the moment in the process of putting together one that will cover Neepsend, which is a slightly different history, but all part of the same community. So um, I'll be looking at doing that as well. Got the Gardens Rest. Uh, that, um, the Gardens Rest will definitely be part of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to be a board member of the Gardens Rest. Ah, uh, okay, uh, yeah. Oh, there's a question from L4. Let's not disturb this creativity. <laughs> so how far do you go back? Um, in terms of history is there a, a like a certain pointer in time and then you start from there or um I, I i start off the walk with a bit of a sort of potted history of Callum island so just so it, it actually i suppose i go back 700 years but there's not a lot to say about 700 years ago but that was important because that was when the goit was built that created the actual island of Callum island before the wider area became known as Callum island so I suppose 700 years, but most of the history is from the last 
200 years, I'd say. Okay. Um, but the idea is that I try and not get so hung up on the dates. I try and make it more about, it's about the stories, it's about the people who lived here, it's about the factories that were here, it's about the sort of the different events that were here. So it's trying to bring it to life a bit rather than it just being, well, on this date, it happened. So you have quite a lot of like stories of individual people then as well? Yeah, so some of it is the industrialists, the people who built a lot of factories, but also I've got stories of the people who lived in the area. There's um, just some examples that one of the people that I talk about is um, somebody who's had a bit more profile in Sheffield in recent years, but is still unknown to a lot. Somebody called Mary Ann Rawson, who was an anti-slavery campaigner, also a philanthropist, did a lot of good work in the city, but also uh, was known beyond the city at, at, at the time. She's mainly connected with Winkerbank, which is where she lived and where she built a chapel. Um, and she's buried in the Zion graveyard in Attercliffe, so which is great for a, when they have their open days. But she was actually born on Green Lane in Kilham Island in the days when Green Lane was a green lane. So when it was still fairly rural, but with just a few small workshops. So she's something I'd cover. There's also there's an incident when a house was attacked by people trying to uh, improve working conditions. So Another one of the story, talk about the people involved in that. But I keep finding out new bits and pieces as well. So the recent one was discovering somebody called Mary Hutton, who was a uh, poet who lived in just an ordinary terrace house in Kelham Island and in her time was well regarded, but was quite unusual in the 1800s for being not only a female poet, but also a working class poet. So just I keep finding new stuff that I think is interesting and helps show what the area was like. So the two questions that I start to ask on the podcast, which I keep forgetting most podcasts, is what are you doing to help Sheffield? I suppose you're doing the tours and hopefully bringing in visitors, I suppose. Just on that, do you have many visitors from overseas or various different places? Because I think people think that no one visits Sheffield, but I'd I'm, I'm like to prove them wrong. Yeah, I've done some, the, one of the uh, early groups that I took around were um, a group from Huddersfield Civic Trust. So, okay, not that far away, but it, they want, specifically wanted to come and see Callum Island because of the regeneration, but we talked about the history of the area as well. And, but I've done, I think, three events now for Sheffield University, and some of those have involved people coming from other parts of the world. One of the tours, I did have people on it from South Africa, from Sweden, um, from some other parts of Europe as well. So, yeah, it, it's it, there's been people there from quite a few other places but yeah I think that's the main thing it, I want to just try and give people more about why why it's worth visiting Sheffield and what there is to do in the city there's a few different walking tours around the city and I think that it's great that there's more of these and raising the profile of it. Obviously Callum Island in my view because I like a pub is known for certain pubs do you um, frequent any is that part of your tour or have you stayed clear from that? <laughs> I haven't done them as part of the tour quite a few Unsurprisingly, a lot of people like to go to the pub at the end of them. And probably my main local for me is Caroline Tavern. Um, but I mean, I, I use all of the, without making sense, so I'm just constantly in the pub. I do probably use all of the different pubs and bars at different times. So yeah, um, I mean, one of the things I've considered whether and might be worth thinking about in the future is whether it's worth actually doing almost like a pub walk. So uh, you just have some short stops in places. I don't, wouldn't want to turn into a pub crawl, I don't think. <laughs> A few short stops on the way around. If it's got a history involved, then it sits on a different dimension. As long as you only have 
half a pint in each, then that's fine. Yeah. So I always ask what the Udren Tell Chef is also trying to bring people in and show them the history of the city, where they're living, if they're already here. And mm. um, I think a lot of people don't tend to do tours in their own city, which I think probably a lot more people should, knowing about where mm. they actually live. So what can Sheffield do to help you? You've got various platforms. So you've got a Facebook page. Have you got a Facebook page? You've got a Twitter, you've got a website. I've got Twitter and I've got Instagram and I've got websites. Uh, I'm not on Facebook at the moment. What are the addresses of those things? If you So the website is kellamislandwalks.com. Yeah. Um, and then on Instagram and Twitter, it's Kellam Walks. Um, Photos of historical buildings and things. Yeah, so I do a bit of um, some of the yeah some of the some of the buildings around the area, but also part of it is just just pictures of the area. So it, it's uh, so earlier today I posted a picture which was just a, a sunny picture of Kellam Island. The idea that it's always sunny in Kellam Island, so obviously you're going to want to come and do a walk around around the area. Could you possibly give me three quick facts about Kellam Island that people might not know? Sorry to put you on the spot, but oh gosh, right? Okay, <laughs> we can laugh while you're thinking about it. <laughs> Okay, so one fact is that the US Masters Golf Tournament trophy was made in Kellam Island. So James Dixon, who were based at Cornish Place, they were the, the manufacturers of the trophy, and it's the, the one that's still used today. So that's that's one quick fact. I'm trying to think of some others. Kellam Island was home to uh, Sheffield's Workhouse for a number of years. Um, there's still a row of buildings that were part of it, although the main buildings went to, I think it was in the 19th. 40s or 50s but uh, so for a long time the, the, the city's workhouse was there which was the, the poorest people of the city and uh, so there's a few stories about there um, but also it's part in the Sheffield flood as well and oh trying to think of a third good fact oh you see I can just rattle these off when I'm doing the walk buildings to come up to you and say I'm here talk about me yeah <laughs> The, um, I suppose one of the landmarks of Kellam Island is uh, Green Lane Works with the, the clock tower of the archway. Yeah. And the whole reason the archway is there was when Henry Hall, whose factory it was, uh, became the mayor of Sheffield. And he decided that uh, rather than just throwing a big party or doing some other big event, what he'd actually build himself was, was an archway. Um, so that was his way of celebrating his year as mayor of Sheffield. Oh, nice of him. <laughs> <laughs> It's not actually an island, is it? Or is it quite not? Oh, that's that's it. Uh, that's something you could debate for ages. Um, <laughs> well, when it was when it was first uh, when the goit was first dug to that sort of took water from um, the River Don and was actually there to power the town mill, which was down towards where Ladies Bridge is. That it then created an island in the river. It was only later that it became Kellam Island. Uh, which was named after a man called Callum Homer, who was had the mill just by the sort of the entrance to where you now come off Elm Street in towards the museum. So for a long time, there was a strip of land in the river, which was an island. That was then, eventually parts of it were culverted, but the goit is still there. So you could argue it's still, that bit of it is still an island, which is the bit of it I live on. So I like to think of myself as living on the island proper rather than just in the area. Um, <laughs> but obviously, Callum Island's now, yeah, by a much, much bigger area. One of those things that slightly disgruntles some residents then something a bit further away from the area calls itself Callum Island to make it sound trendy. Oh, how dare they? <laughs> and it, what did it win the awards for? Was it last year, a couple of years ago? It was like the Guardian's best place in the world to live or something. Flamboyant. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it won something. It's been named in a few publications. Even the New York Times wrote about it as one of the places you must go to in Britain a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, it, it won, the one you're probably thinking about is something called the Great Neighbourhood Award, uh, which is organised 
by something called the Academy of Urbanism and uh, up against um, Anne Coates in Manchester and Hackney Wick in London and uh, Kelham Island came out top. Because uh, that, that's the thing I think great about Kelham Island is that it's, it's developed this real sense of community. So it's not just about how it's redeveloped and regenerated, but it's that community feel to the area, which isn't always the case when you get an area that's sort of almost being created from scratch with, with so many new people moving in. So I think that's the thing that they recognise when they gave the award. Sheffield is for you, creating communities everywhere. Yeah. Disgraceful behaviour. <laughs> I don't know if you've got any more questions on your list there, L4. Um, no, because I think you then asked them, so yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, <laughs> worth writing. <laughs> um, so anything else you want to add, Anders? We're trying to talk, we keep, we decided that we're going to keep these a bit shorter than we used to. We used to sort of drift on into like three and a half hours of podcast, but uh, as long as all the information that you want to get out there is out there. Um, tend to um, wrap it up quite quickly these days. Is there anything else you want to add? The, the other things worth mentioning is, I mean, obviously people are interested in Callum Island and Neepsend and the, the heritage of the area, then obviously uh, do come on one of the tours when uh, when I'm running them. But the other thing as well is we're currently running something called Callum Heritage Month. The idea behind that is running for April and it's organised by something called the Callum Island and Neepsend Neighbourhood Forum bit of a mouthful and the idea the neighborhood forum is looking at trying to put together a plan for the area which will help guide development in the future but part of that is they're looking to identify which buildings people think are important so we're particularly pushing it around Kelham Island itself but if you anybody who's sort of interested in the area what they really love to know is what people what buildings do people think are important take photos of them post them on Twitter and on Instagram with the hashtag Kelham Heritage Month or you can also pick up a form that you can fill in at the Kellum Deli which is on the corner of Acorn Street in Shalesmore so it's just a good way of getting people involved and getting people engaged in what they think is important about the area like you say that there are people in the city who don't necessarily take an interest in the heritage and this is a way that we hope we can get some more people involved. Fair enough sounds like a good plan. I think I'll next be visiting a week on Friday when the pub's open going to the mill owner's arms to ah, yes. garden and hope that it doesn't lash it down <laughs> you're only allowed to sit outside. Okay, I think we'll call that a wrap from the technical phase. So I'll pause the recording. I'll say goodbye to everyone and I'll chat to you after we've done that, Anders. Okay, thank you very much. Cheers. That was Anders Anderson from Kellam Island Tours, which is a walking tour, which we've just talked about. So look him up. Thank you very much.